indigenous and independent, you are listening to Talk Jive Radio on TalkJive.org. We are the station where Indigenous Peoples Day is celebrated 365 days a year, 24-7. I am JT, your host, and this show is called The Power Chord. Yes, my friends, The Power Chord, where we play all things metal, and that bone-crunching, ear-piercing metal you are hearing in the intro there, that is the band Nitro, featuring Michael Angelo Badio and Jim Gillette, the extraordinaire singer who can actually break glass with his high ear-piercing uh, vocal range. And uh, yeah, that is uh, that is a hell of an album right there. That was their second album, and uh, it didn't get much attention that I thought it should and that most people did, but you know, hey, you're hearing it now, so... It's called Nitro 2. It's a green cover with the big Nitro emblem on there. So check it out if you are able to. It's got a lot of great guitar playing on it and definitely a lot of great vocals. He, Like I said, he has a great vocal range. And um, he is just an aficionado on vocals. So I hope everyone is maintaining a cool head and definitely maintaining great health throughout this crappy COVID-19 pandemic we are living through. And also, I hope you're enjoying the summer that is coming officially now. I mean, officially, in my opinion, summer started after Labor Day because it started becoming hot throughout the day, which is my favorite kind of weather. But uh, yeah, I think officially summer does not start until around this week, I believe. I might be wrong. I will check on that. But to me, summer means music festivals, outdoor ones especially, um, well, you know what? It It's not really a music festival unless it's outdoors, in my opinion. I mean, yeah, they can have all of these indoor ones, but it's just not the same. Which, on that note, brings me to our first hour theme that we are known for here on the Power Chord. We are going to take you way back. Now, I'm not talking prehistoric times, no, or even the Depression era from the 1930s and the late 1920s. No, we're not going back that far. That's ridiculous. We are going to, however, go back about 41 years to 1979, and I know many of you millennials, and especially of those of you who are younger, hear that, you know, date range and think, my gosh, that's prehistoric. Well, not really, you know, because you're listening to metal now that is a result of these people. These bands laid down the template, the foundation of what you're listening to to this day and what most of you musicians are able to play and create to this day so yeah a lot of respect goes to these folks and um, you know it's not just because I'm biased because I'm old enough to remember those times it's just that I think that it's time to bring it back to, time to tell people what things were like and educate folks of what you are doing now and what you are listening to is a result of that of what was going on back in those days the early days of metal so let's pay tribute to one of those festivals by playing music from the Texas Jam from back in 1979. Yeah, I know that all you younger folks are saying, man, that's long before I was even thought of and definitely long before I was born. Well, you know what? Now you're hearing some history. You're getting a history lesson here in metal. So I don't know how many of y'all are familiar or remember the Texas Jam, which originally was called the Texas World Music Festival, and it lasted from 1978 to 1988. Despite its young, short span of 10 years, 
it was one of the best festivals of its kind. Um, now, in, initially, it was held in two cities in Texas, Dallas and Houston. For the Dallas festival, they would hold it at the Cotton Bowl. And for the Houston festival, they would either hold it at the uh, Houston Astrodome, which is where the uh, Astros played, and Rice University. Obviously, the Rice Owls, the college football team there. But um, for the most part, the main one, I won't say the main one, I guess. Uh, they were both equally important, especially if you lived in Texas. But Dallas was the most popular one. It also became the the forefront of the better uh, festivals that they were about to introduce throughout the 80s. So definitely great times there. And, you know, in the late 70s, there were a lot of great festivals that were being born. And, you know, this is just one of many. So let's go ahead and pay tribute and respect to the Texas Jam from 1979. And this was a great lineup. You know, it's got some pretty heavy, heavy hitters on here. And then it you know, also introduced a band called TKO to a majority of the world because they weren't quite what they became in the 1980s and if you're not familiar with TKO this was just one of the many bands that were about to break big but you know like it like anything in the 80s a lot of bands got on MTV they broke big and they were able to play clubs and even get on a uh, a support tour from a big headliner but you know sometimes they just don't work out you know like there's a lot of, you know, we had our, in the 80s, there were a lot of their, the one-hit wonders, you know, like Aldo Nova. You never heard much from him after that song called Fantasy, and I actually saw him on a tour with Cheap Trick and Saxon. That was a great show. But, uh, you know, that's just an example of how a lot of bands did, and, you know, they still do it to this day. Some get a great hit, and then, you know, they disappear, so... But we will get to all of that, and uh, we have a lot of metal after that first hour segment, so why don't we just go ahead and get to it? You know, why all the chit-chat? So we're going to start this show off with Tooth & Nail from Dokken. It is the title track from their 1984 album, and it is a rockin' one, as you will hear very, very soon, as soon as I press the play button. Remember, we are Indigenous and Independent. It's happening now.